0: Testing the mic level right here. Nope. Okay, we're just going for this. Yes. Okay, welcome to the Craft Heads podcast. My name is Tommy. <laughs> I'm this Alex. Is my co host, Alex. Thanks hey. for beating me to the punch there. This is the podcast where Alex and I bring a new cocktail, beer, crafty drink to the table and review it in the first few minutes of the episode. And then we talk about a topic once a week for about 30 minutes. We hope you guys enjoy and we uh, enjoy each other's balls. I mean, um, company. Whenever yeah. we talk to each other. Uh, you know what I was thinking about? What's that? This is a word of mouth podcast. Yes. We do a lot of word of mouth stuff. I think that we need to incorporate that in our, like, not not change the title of the podcast, but have that incorporated in there. Because we spend a lot of the time nowadays talking about bars we've been to, people we've talked to. Oh, Yeah and shouting businesses out shouting people out this is a word of mouth podcast what do you think it is what do you mean by incorporate it i do where just somewhere <laughs> i mean i think that? we're doing a pretty good job of that yeah we're, i mean the the act of word yes, of mouth exactly we're doing a really good job but maybe just whenever we intro a sh- an episode we say welcome to the craft heads podcast this is a word of mouth podcast where alex and i review local or non-local drinks And talk about them, shout them out. I'm down to do whatever you want. All right. Well, I'm I'm just spitballing here. Well, at the beginning, Tommy mentioned that at the beginning, we have a lot of new people coming in. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, hey, I'm going to shout you out in episode 61, for example, which that is. This is episode 61. This is episode 61. And they come in here blindly and rightfully so. They might be like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) now you know what it is uh newcomers charles hopefully get to you in a second but uh, i see what you're saying so if nothing else we'll be a little bit more structured in the beginning Mm -hmm. and speaking of structure episode 61 is this episode which you had just mentioned yeah uh today we're going to be talking about the drink what's the name of the drink We'll the just name? say that, and then we'll get into it. Okay, and it's appropriately named. I'll explain why later. Uh, it's The Bronx. Okay, so we're talking about the drink, The Bronx, mm-hmm. and we're having an episode that we've kind of already had before, but with new uh, detail. What's yeah, it? it's, it's, a, it's a part two. It's a part two. Alex and Tommy get to know each other a I, little bit more. Yeah, exactly. I, I just said, okay, episode 28 was called 25 Questions, and that was the... the half joking description Alex and Tommy get to know each other aka full joking so that's what we're (laughs) talking about today but before we do the shout outs and such so uh, Tara and I went to Brooklyn to visit friend and listener Natalie and I have a new respect for New York City okay why because I've been to Nashville. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, like, that is seriously why. But uh, I this was pro- I've been to New York City, I don't even know how many times in my life. This was the first time I spent significant time in Brooklyn, and then more specifically in Bushwick, which is where Natalie lives. Mm-hmm. Real hipstery, mm-hmm. very up my alley, and we spent a lot of time there. And we had an absolute blast. They had some sort of a wild festival going on the, one, the, the day that we went day drinking, which I was very hungover from. But we got a great start off to the day at a place called The Gradient. I saw that you were wearing your haram, haram pants. What do you call this? Harem pants. Harem? harem? I don't even know what that means. Yeah. In your harem. craft. Yeah. Well, a harem is usually like a scad of women that yeah, serve a master. No. Well, I mean, I've heard the term before, but I didn't know that they could be referred to as to pants. Yeah, they're actually <laughs> called harem pants. I, I think a harem can also be a location. I don't want to pretend I know what I'm talking about with this particular thing, but that is what they're referred to as. Actually, we're buying more today. But I was wearing my harem pants, which I'm wearing more in public than I thought I would. And, you know, full beard and everything. And I had my Craft Heads tank on, so I looked like I belonged in Bushwick, which I was a big fan of. And for people who aren't patrons but regular listeners, if you want to see an interesting video, <laughs> uh, Alex just shaved off his beard. Yeah, it was. it's the first piece of Patreon exclusive content. I had (laughs) several people text me and say they really enjoyed it. He kept the mustache though. So I'm looking at a man with a very large handlebar mustache yeah. at the moment. Yeah, and I got and I finally I put my my money where my mouth is and I bought wax. So you're going to see some real crafty mustache pictures here coming up. But yeah, Andrew rita said it was compelling. Oh, yeah. And you said it was gripping. Yeah, it was, it was really, gripping content, was really compelling. Funny. We content. had a blast with it. So check that out if you haven't already. You should have gotten an email if you're a patron. Um, back to Bushwick, the first place that we went to on our day drinking excursion when we were already buzzed was called the Gradient, and there I met the beautiful man in the episode picture for this uh, this episode. His name was Charles, and did he have a handlebar mustache? No, I haven't seen. him. But he was beautiful. Charles yet I'll, I'll sh- you'll see it after this. Explain but, him to me. Uh, describe him to me. He basically I we, Natalie and Tara got two Budweisers, and I just said, "All right, I'm not gonna make things complicated. I have a Budweiser." And then I saw I saw him die a little bit inside. Mm. He wasn't like upset. Yeah. He just this is a guy with talent, mm-hmm. and we weren't using it. And I said, "Hold on a minute." I said, "I'm in, I'm in Bushwick with real crafty bartenders. I need to get like a special drink." So I told him what I liked, and as soon as I said, "Well, I'm, I'm a heavy drinker of bourbon," he was like. He just like cut me off. He's like, I got you. Yeah. And so he just goes to work and he's putting all kinds of stuff into it. I've never seen a bartender uh use his aural senses. Mm. He was like listening, listening. to shit <laughs> and then, you know, obviously shaking up and everything. He floated a little bit of Bushmills Irish whiskey on the top, pour some Hennessy in it. I'm like, man, this guy's going to town to him. He pulls out some thyme, raspberries. Did I he mean, burn the thyme? Uh, he did, I don't think he did, but he was muddling the raspberries in it. He put some, I saw grapefruit juice. It was crazy. And he handed it to me and I <laughs> I said, what, what am I drinking? He said, some shit I threw together in a glass. <laughs> so that's what it was called. Is that the cocktail for today? No. <laughs> um, the reason I went with something called the Bronx was because of the New York theme. But I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, Charles and just say how much we appreciated that experience, Charles, and how awesome our little jaunt at the gradient there was, uh, and that inspired me to stick with trying to really make crafty cocktails. So this is the Bronx, uh, it, but it's a perfect martini, basically with a little thing added, and I'm sure you'll be able to identify it if you didn't see me trying Cheers. I made one for tea also. Shaken, not stirred. Ooh, it, it's very martini actually it, it i feel like it belongs in a martini glass it, it does oh, okay it <laughs> is a mar- it's a perfect martini with orange juice added okay that's all it is and, Just that's, a and dab, it's called huh? a bronx what is is it gin yeah i mean okay. a, a proper martini not to sound like a hipster even though i am one is a gin martini plenty of people drink vodka martinis a proper james bond if you're an old school twirly mustache guy you're gonna drink a gin martini so this is gin um dry mart, or i'm sorry dry vermouth and sweet red vermouth and then orange juice nice and with with of course the by far the heaviest part is this actually something that if i said i want a bronx they'll they'll make this for me Uh, uh, oh no no no, it's like on it's on wikipedia okay yeah (laughs) that's a good question because sometimes we make you know either random shit or stuff that's like proprietary drinks yeah like i remember way early on natalie's cocktail was zelda's lullaby Mm -hmm. it's like Okay, if you go to a nice downtown New York City bar at a hotel, they're not gonna know what that is. Well, most likely. Mm. Anyways, so people surprise you though. So I have another, one other Brooklyn business shout out. Should we do that now? Word of mouth, keep it going. All right, let's do it. The second establishment that we went to, and this was before um, we even got up there, Natalie told me that she wanted to take me specifically because I'm obsessed with hot stuff, as you'll know mm. from the last episode. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Was it the last episode? I don't know. We just always have hot shit. The, the, yeah, well, the hot obviously. vodka? Yeah, the hot vodka. That was like vodka. three episodes ago. Was I? I'm yeah. just out of my mind. That's okay. Uh, and and par for the course. So we went to a place called The Heatonist, which is in, is it Williamsburg? In Brooklyn? I'm pretty sure. I think so. So The Heatonist is a tiny uh, little store that you walk in and there's two big shelves and it's nothing but hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Just all hot sauce. I mean, every single thing that you can possibly imagine there. And I, I've been to several places with large hot sauce selections. This was by far the craftiest. That's f- awesome. For sure. How, and Was it bigger than um, Highlands, uh, Colonel Mustard's? Way The selection? Yeah. Way bigger. Okay. The room? Much smaller. Oh, really? Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, and, and, and they also have uh, tasting with the atten- – there, nice. there were two people in the store, and they ha- they might have like 15 or 20 bottles open, and you can try any of them. How are they so, doing the tasting with like breadsticks or No, chips just or... this tiny little disposable like paper-ish, paper-ish spoon, and mm-hmm. they would just put a couple drops on it, and then you could just oh. eat it plain, hmm. which was – I loved it. I, I tried four or five. But shout-out to – and I am terribly – uh, I, apologetic because I remembered Trent and my fiance Tara remembered Trey. So, Trey Trent, thank you for that fantastic experience there. I told you I'd give you a shout out. And we were going to buy something, but I didn't know how to get anything home because we didn't uh, check baggage. Mm. You can buy, you can place orders online and they ship it flat shipping $6 no matter how many you get. Did you do it? I'm going to probably Eventually. this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this weekend for sure because I told my coworker, well, my ex coworker. Oh. <laughs> That I was going to get him one, and I found one. If he's listening, he'll have a spoiler. It was coffee habanero. Ooh. And it was... You could taste both very strongly. Um. So, shout out Heatnist in Brooklyn. Let, I'll let you finish up this thought. That's, are, that's you, are you done here? Because I yeah. actually have a really good segue into our episode topic and something you had just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the episode topic, as we said before, was Alex and Tommy get to know each other a little bit more. We have a couple icebreaker questions that I, uh, we we're going to ask each other. Yes. But one thing I want to know, just piggybacking off of what you were talking about, uh-huh. is what is your favorite food to eat hot sauce with? Because oh. there's so many. And I know I, I'm a big hot sauce guy myself. I don't know if I can pinpoint it. but I wanna... Like hot sauce, not yeah. an inherently hot food like yeah. Avellino's. Yeah. Right. right. Like you actually put it, you're like, oh, I can't eat this food without putting hot sauce on it. I'm not like that with anything. Mm-hmm. I Like I can't or won't eat it, but... I, any Anything from Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Anything. Whether it's a sandwich, tenders, the fries, anything from Chick-fil-A. That's a good example. What else? The eggs. I love hot I sauce on say, eggs. I was going to say eggs, I think, for me, is the number one thing that I'll put any hot sauce on. This is a really good question. Right. It's something you don't think about often. No. You're just kind of always reaching for it. But- or pizza. I always put... I almost always put hot sauce on my pizza. I no don't, matter what. No matter what's on the pizza. I either have a spicy it. pizza or I typically... I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I often... D- Do you have you, I'm just trying yep. to think of stuff you make for dinner mm-hmm. or we make for dinner. I often mix hot pasta. sauces with ranch to mm-hmm. make like that buffalo yeah. bullshit. Oh my god, that's so good. Who put spicy... Well, I don't know if you put sauce per se more than flakes in pasta sauce. Like I know No, you, no, I don't do you, sauce. You liven up pasta sauce with pepper flakes, but you don't do the sauce in the sauce. Correct, the sauce, the sauce bog. Yeah. the sauce bog. I don't want to get lost. Yeah, that's that's, the that's, sauce. that's our ten dollar tier on Patreon. It's so, the sauce <laughs> bog is ten dollars. The, the sauce bog. Yeah. You know what? Maybe that'll be a new Patreon thing yeah. and. I send them a sauce from the heat and We'll start up a new partnership. That would be really good. That would be amazing. If you, I mean, that's that's part of your new job is yeah. some marketing, right? That's Right. That's a good way for some marketing. I oh, Trey slash get... Trey got two business cards. He got one for CHP and one for Brick Media. Nice. So. And we get fifty some. I mean, lately, anywhere between fifty to hundred listeners. Now, that's that's a hundred years. Or now's a good time. Two. Now's a good time to say thank you. To our listeners, because I've been keeping Tommy in the loop with, like, the metrics and everything, and we used to get, if we had a good week, we used to get 50 by a week, That by the time a week has gone by. That's not true. It's cyclical, because we've been, in the beginning part of this, like, series of... Well, it was was hotter, though. You know, like, it was the new thing. Yeah. You know, but then we sort of got to a point. My point is, we have momentum that has noticeably—it's been noticeably larger in the past month, and it's staying. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't take away from my thankies. Uh, no, I'm, I'm taking away from a fuck. Fuck you. Okay. okay. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so let's keep going with these questions. Now mm-hmm. that that was a pretty good one. Hopefully these will be just as good. And from the first question that I saw on here, I think you're really going to enjoy these ones. Okay. It looks like there's only uh, eight, nine, ten. That's fine, we're we're already at 15 minutes. I'm scrolling down with my thumb, and I'm seeing down to like 20, so we can just keep going. I'll read off a few, you read off a few. Sounds good. I think you're going to like this first one. Okay. And I think I might already know the answer. Okay. If you could live in any sitcom, which one would it be? Frasier. Oh, I actually wasn't going to say Frasier. I I thought you were going to say, I guess it's not really a sitcom, but The Sopranos. Definitely not a sitcom. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, It would be, what if I changed it to show? show like you could live in any show world honestly still probably fraser because he's i'm equal parts elitist and hipster yeah and he's got the elitist nailed down pat he has my dream condo my dream job yeah he's what i wish i could be except not quite as elite well so but here's the problem it says live in In the show it doesn't say live as the show so you couldn't be fraser well if you if you look at that that way then every show in the world that takes place on earth is the same i'm looking at it in the context of the show's plot and story okay true you know what i'm saying yeah that's a good point it's like you would have to be some now the sopranos would be a gamble Mm because you could be tony soprano or you could be the guy who gets his legs broken every other episode so i mean you could be in with tony soprano and everything's all good yeah exactly yeah somewhere in between that would be freaking sweet that's why i'm gonna go with uh, of course, you could be uh, Noel in Frasier, and he's about he's got the worst situation of them all. So, yeah, I don't know. That's my gut reaction. What season is Noel in? Oh, he's in all of them. Which one is, who he's, is he? He's a real squirrely guy at the station. When I'm, oh, when like that's the... right, the one that's like in love with Ross. Yes, yes, okay. there you go. I right. watched the first See, three seasons. So you did seasons. live with me for a little while. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I watched the first God. three seasons. Shit coaster. Just shove that up my ass. I don't even need one. It's... Thank you. Hope you guys oh, enjoyed those jarring noises. I apologize. <laughs> all right, you ready for question 2 Mm-hmm. What was in your high school locker? Uh, Anything interesting? Like, like, nothing. Nothing? Yeah. You, you weren't up You weren't a pack rat like Bun B? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the complete opposite. So, here's the thing. I think this reflects well... There's a good analogy here. <laughs> and now I can say this because I don't give a shit. At all of my jobs, uh, at all, like, 600 of them, I never decorated or really put much on my desk because i knew i wasn't there to stay (laughs) i'm not even kidding like the most i ever decorated was my very first job because i wasn't enlightened yet Mm -hmm. it took a few months yeah but i had a few things on my desk ever since then i never do anything because to me i'm I'm like i know that i'm a i migrate yeah i'm I'm a migratory bird i'm the albatross so there was nothing in my locker because I knew it was a temporary thing. With uh, my first job, I had some pictures on my desk because uh, I enjoyed the family atmosphere of my first job. This mm-hmm. next job, I, ne- I don't really get the family atmosphere, so I've kept a lot of my personal items off of my desk. Mm-hmm. I do have like a Rubik's Cube and a couple golf balls, which kind of says, love math says who business. I am. Yeah, and yeah. golf. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't, like, uh, Claire actually just came to visit my office for the first time last Sunday. We were coming home from uh, ago We were up there visiting some friends. And we drove past Exit 10, which is where my uh, office is at. So I said, Do you want to stop by and see the office? See where I'm at eight hours a day, 40 hours a week? Yeah. And uh, she said, yeah, sure. So I, we stopped by. And uh, I think she had mentioned, she was like, oh, you don't have a picture of me up here? And I was like, yeah, well, it's not really that type of office. I'm, I'm against it. Yeah. I don't, eh. Here's what I'm against. Let me clarify. I'm against you letting that situation dictate what you want to put on your desk put whatever the fuck you want to put on your desk what if it's a giant dildo just like with a... 666 tattooed on it yeah perfectly put it on there i say go <laughs> the for devil's it. dildo yeah <laughs> absolutely signed by satan himself all right here's uh number three if you had your own talk show who would be your first three guests you don't have to go into oh, detail but man. Just, just list them off quentin tarantino Ooh. Would be in there. Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Please tell me who this is. Tara, help me out. Tara. You'd have Tara on there? Yeah, I'd have Tara on there. Okay. Tara, help me out. <laughs> fascinating Yeah, i need a third one quentin tarantino and tara <laughs> no so far. Uh, hold on i'm flattering my love should um, i if are we talking like you know crazy fancy yeah, yeah. Anybody, okay anybody on earth hitler if you wanted to really delve he's into no death, live guests it. live only yeah live right. only okay so quentin tarantino help me out you could think about it i know i don't want to take too much time Tara just mouthed MAGA at me, like, <laughs> thinking, oh, is that a per- D- Donald Trump. Yeah. I, I would love to, <clears throat> politics aside, I would like to talk to that individual. Yeah. And, you know, especially if it were a private conversation where I could be like, what's really going on? Like, what do you really think? <laughs> if you mean? could actually get yeah. him to say the truth of yeah. what he sa- wants to say. Yeah, just just like whenever... Um, Fake news. Uh, Obama... Was on uh, comedians and cars getting coffee. Like I would love to talk to Obama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Politics aside. So yeah, I, I think. So you got like, DT, you got QT, QT, and you have another. Uh, I don't know something T. I kind of want to. <laughs> How about T Woods, Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods, that, w- Woods comma T. Honestly, I might have Tiger Woods on mine. Yours would, I, yours would have Tiger. Woods. I would have to have some some sort of sports guy, just because there's a lot of sports idols that I have. He's in my an life. absolute idol of yours. I think that's a no brainer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me two more of yours in addition to Tiger, and I'll try and think of my third. Okay, um, I haven't really thought about it either, <laughs> but probably Tiger um i might have conan o'brien you mm, love him because even though he's a talk show host himself i think that he's a really good interview yeah. as well i think we could get kind of deep and i love his podcast um larry david would be a funny one. Ooh, ld yeah okay um a little dicky maybe 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 <laughs> donald fagan would be up there for me he's the the uh, front man of steely dan donald Faison, <laughs> yeah. aka for, uh, um that's turk from scrubs oh i don't never seen oh yeah um he's the guy that came up with the Fortnite dance the initial Fortnite dance no shit yeah what's that one called uh what what do you mean that dance oh i don't even. it's just the original one i didn't know if it had a dance okay yeah or a name uh frankie valley would be up there for me as far as musicians so there's musicians entertainers actors actresses um i came up with some good names yeah Donald Trump, Quentin Tarantino, and Donald... Do... Two Donalds? Yeah. What the what about fuck? What Frankie Valli? I just said that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, let's move on. Okay. We spent a good amount of time on that one. Yeah. Think about it. If anybody has anyone... Any answers to these that they want to yeah. send in, let us know. And you can be featured on your I, very I would own have podcast. On, I would have uh, Trey Trent from The Heatonist on here. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Definitely. Trey Trent. That's his first and last name. Yeah. All right. I'm going to read four, and then you can go uh, read me four if you want. Yeah. Deal. If a movie was being made of your life and you could choose the actor or actress to play you, who would you choose and why? Hmm. I'd have to pick a redhead, mm-hmm. which means my options are a lot easier to pick from. I think you should choose Michael Fassbender. Um, he would be a really good choice. <laughs> Michael C. Hall. Two Michaels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he'd be another good example um all right you chose one for yourself i chose one for you now i'm gonna choose one for myself and you choose one for me okay deal um i would i might have um what's his name from from the leftovers oh oh uh, justin Thoreau justin Thoreau he's for a good one there is an actor and i'm probably gonna to have to put him in the notes of the episode that i think looks exactly like you and i can't think of what his name is but that's Ooh. who it would be Please let me know because I've al- I've never gotten a good um, d- what doppelganger. Nobody's ever given me one where I've been like, yeah, that does look like me. Maybe once. Give me in my one entire life. I will come up with the guy's name and I'll put it in the episode notes. But off the top of my head, how about Oded Fair or however his uh, his name is pronounced? He's the guy who plays Carlos Oliveira in. Oh. In the Resident Radial. Evil movies, he plays the 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 gigolo and Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. <laughs> okay. He's real good looking. I love that guy. Yeah, so that's a compliment. I'll take the dark haired men. Yeah, exactly. And make them my own. That's it. <laughs> I like that. I can't. I, I'm gonna find your doppelganger though. Um, there's a bunch of baseball players that look like you too. Oh, that's right, Mike Fires. You always Mike say Fires Mike Fires looks is like one, you and mean. then and Bautista. <laughs> Jose <laughs> Bautista. am there, there's are all like the two Hispanic more. men looking like I, me. Well, it's the, yeah, the, the olive complexion, dark skin. Totally. Okay. Um, what is the scariest thing you have ever done for fun? Ooh. Um, scariest thing I've ever done for fun. Does that count like illegal things? Because that's kind of, that's like technically scary to do illegal things. Sure. I would say, yeah. Um,. I I don't even know if we've talked about it before on the podcast, but I have a very uh, illegal thing that I did that was super scary and almost got me killed. Would you like to disclose it? Sure, whatever. Let's do it. I I technically, I mean, nothing can come out of this, I don't think, at this point. Right. But when I was a young dummy and teenager. Young, dumb, and full of cum? (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) 18, 19 years old. uh, I was with one of my buddies, and uh, we were driving past those firework tents. Yeah. On the side of the road that pop up during new years and fourth of july uh where you can like b- go in them they're just fireworks sitting all over the place yep uh we drove by this at like 1 a.m one of the tents that we knew was on the side of the road and i was like nobody's in there like i'm just gonna go in and just take some fireworks we need some fireworks for this weekend <laughs> okay and uh my buddy i'm gonna say it was trent uh, oh, oh duh <laughs> whoa I, I just i knew it. Uh, you know it's funny not hating this trent For the listeners, yeah, this is Tommy's. Oh, oh, different train, different train. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. Um, he pulled out. He pulled to the side, and I was like, "Coming in." He was like, "No, dude, this is your idea. You're going in." Oh my god! But he was the driver, so I was like, "All right." He's the wheel man. I snuck around the tent, and I and I found like a little opening, and clearly it was meant not to get into because once I opened up the tent, there was also a fence. Yeah. But I climbed underneath the fence, and I went in, and I was like, you know, I was ready to go. And I started like looking at some of them and uh, all of a sudden I hear, shh, shh. oh shit. And I was like, uh, and I looked over and there's a guy with a flashlight pointing a shotgun at me and I said, oh, I'm sorry. Are you guys not open? Duh. They're not fucking open. It's 1am in the morning. It's Man. fenced off. And he was like, nope. And if you don't want trouble, you better get out of here. Or something. Of wow, the that's sorts. scary. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. And I literally sprinted. I, I think I like like ran through the fence trying to get out of there. Yeah. And I got in the car. I was like, go, 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 go. Yeah. And I, I don't know if he could see my face. I couldn't really see his face. But I saw that he was shining a flashlight. Uh-huh. And I didn't even. I love I, it. I, I respect of... it. I'm, I'm glad. It was scary. Yeah. But it was, I mean, like I did it for fun technically. Yeah. I'm, I'm very p- proud of that guy. Oh, God. Um I've almost so, lost my life. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I, I, I was thinking more along the lines of like thrilling stuff and right. probably like zip lining in Costa Rica was the most, that was the you know my butthole was puckering the whole time, but it was incredible. I'll be doing some skydiving probably this year with my sister. There you go, dude. So that'll be a thrilling. Not with Sarah, scary. nice. Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I still gotta do the sky coaster in, in Kennywood. I never did we, it either. We've talked about doing that yeah. together. We we should do that. <laughs> if you can instantly become an expert in something, what would it be? Piano. Or golf. I feel like we talked about this on the last one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we've mentioned. Piano came up. Uh-huh. Foreign languages came up. Uh, that's a good one too. Yeah, I think piano or golf. Just be, I don't even really play. Uh, just an instrument of some sort would be really cool yeah. to be able. I probably my instrument probably would be piano, just so I could pick up where I left off four billion years ago. And languages, so like experts. But we can do more questions because that was a quick one. If you could eliminate one thing from daily routine, what would it be and why? Uh, sleep, because that could give me an extra eight hours in the day. That part is true. That would be, a, but I do love sleep. I it's was not that say, I want to get rid of it. Yeah, like obviously, if you didn't have to sleep, you wouldn't feel the need to. But work, my eight hour day. Yeah, job. That, that doesn't count. <laughs> I, you know, I think this is like a mundane sleep task. Sleep is a good example, maybe, or like brushing, brushing your, your teeth. teeth. Uh, washing clothes, doing dishes, mm-hmm. out of all of those kind of, of all of those chores, maybe anything. driving to work, shaving yourself, yeah, body manscaping, yeah. But that, but that's kind of cool because you can do Skull. different things with it. Well, I think the the nature of the question is you don't have to if you don't want to, and it stays right where you want it. I uh, was oh, like, whenever I want, I could just be like, I want my pubes long, or I want them Ugh. short. I know, long you have to wait, but cutting it <laughs> off, you can you can tell them to stop. That's the rule. You can just say fall off, and they'll fall it, off. Oh yeah, you could probably even do that too. <laughs> I like it. Um, but sleep, probably, I mm-hmm. think sleep's an interesting one. I mean, think about getting an extra eight hours. I mean, you could how many video games you could get done? <laughs> I know, well, just so many things. But I, I do enjoy sleeping. I like going to bed and waking mm-hmm. up. I don't know. It's interesting. I've always thought it would be really interesting to train your body to only need four hours of sleep and like actually feel rested. I think you can do that from from the you know tricking your body. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a healthy way to do it. I think you'll I think people who do that die early. Yeah. I, I let's put it this way: science has proven that yeah. like you need sleep. Nobody knows why, but there's no way to cheat it. Like it will catch up with you. Mm-hmm. I think all the people now who are doing like the oh I sleep for two hours every six hours or whatever. That's a relatively new phenomenon when I say new 10 to 20 years we're gonna see a lot of people dropping like flies and be like, oh yeah, he did one of those sleep diets back in the 2010s so what if they we'll actually end up living longer uh, that'd be crazy and I'd be wrong <laughs> uh, and science would be wrong So are you on uh, question eight right here? Yes uh, read eight because that'll be four and four and we'll call okay it a day. Cool. what? is your real favorite movie why real what is your real favorite movie and what movie do you pretend is your favorite to sound cultured that's an annoying question because it presumes that everybody does that which we totally don't i or i do respect you? i respect the question just because of how many people do do it I, that's annoying yeah. stop doing that <laughs> That's so annoying. I I've, I don't think I've ever met anybody that I knew well, that I can expose. How them many on times that. do people go? Oh, pop culture or pop, pop, pop fiction. Pop fiction is yeah. my favorite movie. Maybe and it is. they're like, I don't even really like it. Nobody actually says this, but people will just be like, oh, because Pulp Fiction is a cult favorite. Yeah, I guess to we're, sound cool. Well, yeah, and when I hear cultured, I think of somebody saying like Gone with the Wind or something like that, and True. it's like, who has time to watch that more than twice in their life? It's yeah. four hours long, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So, um. Yeah, what's your favorite? Resident Evil One. Is it really? Well, actually, I have I I have a pretty sure list for like all the genres. Yeah, comedy. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That does matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Horror. Resident Evil One, the mm-hmm. first one. Um, drama. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. And then what's another like big action? Uh, sure. Yeah. Probably um, the Punisher. Yeah, good call. That's a really good call. Mm -hmm. I know that, okay, so not even any, Happy Gilmore is my comedy probably, or Blue Streak, but I don't even rank them, you know, because they don't fall with the other stuff. Off the top of my head, my my like five would be, and it's hard for me to pick more than one Tarantino movie, so Mm -hmm. that's another qualifier here. Inglorious Bastards is my all time overall favorite one. Although I will tell you, in in recent history, Hateful Eight is creeping up. I have only seen it the one time in the theaters, so I probably I need to rewatch it again. Fucking love that movie. Yeah. So those two movies, um, Book of Eli. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's right. You always talk about that one. Gladiator Good is one. that that in, in drama action, drama yeah, slash action, definitely both. Prior to Bastards, Gladiator was number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Departed is really high up there and have to that's i feel like the departed is one of those movies that people just say is their favorite maybe to sound yeah concerted. but yeah and if they're saying it for the right reasons that is worthy of being a number one the punisher is definitely up there <laughs> which is so good the punisher and resident evil are like my two that people probably aren't like, like resident evil super them? random but awesome and yeah. it's, it's a good honest answer i really want to rewatch resident evil one with claire yeah. i know she says she's seen it she like she liked it but i just want to sit her down and be like enjoy this as much as I yeah. do. It, as a command. Yeah, And you know it's funny? As much as I love that movie, just because of A, Nemesis, and B, Mike Epps, I like Resident Evil 2 more. Um, All of his quotes in that movie. I, I have quoted that movie too much. Objectively a worse movie, though. They, they <laughs> objectively get worse as they go. Yeah. I mean, for real. For Three real, for real. Gets worse. Okay, let's see if I can even name them, and we'll wrap up. Afterlife was four. Three was Extinction, right? Correct. Okay. I then think. Afterlife. F- okay. Five was God-awful. Retribution? I, I don't think I saw it. I can't remember. The only thing that it had potential, I remember in my head thinking it was sort of like the book Underworld, mm. which nobody knows about. That was the one where, like, they were, they were like battle arenas almost, you mm. know, in this underground lab with those soldiers. That was really cool. Oh, like the book? Yes. That, I was that, I don't think Oh, was, thank you for letting me. Cl- the fourth book, which people are like, there's Resident Evil books. There is which an, my favorite, and maybe Alex's yes, favorite yeah. series of all time. There, There is an original Resident Evil novel. I believe it's number four, and that includes a number Two. zero. Two. It was the second one. Oh, no, no, no. no I'm sorry. It Dead. was fourth. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. this, the second one was when City Rebecca's of, on the island. Oh, uh, Caliban Cove. Caliban Cove. Thank Oops. you. People are seriously like, what? <laughs> but yeah. Um, hey, we're I'm, talking about books. They should respect oh, this is, it. No, this is very good. I'm about to finish 1984. By the way, I'm gonna probably gonna do an episode on that and have a new guest, Ooh. Steve McGuff. Hopefully. Ooh, yeah. Uh, can I say something real quick? Yeah, oh, Steve. Uh Remember last episode, you talked about your boss's pseudo name. We oh, were like, Steve. Steve. Give him a name. Steve. And then we kept saying, "You said, you said, give me a real dumb name." Yeah. I said, "Steve." <laughs> yeah. And then like ten minutes later in that episode, you were like, "One of my best friends, Steve McGuff," and I was like. Oh, you know what's hilarious? I didn't even think about it. I know. I was listening to the episode today and then I was like, Yeah, wow, we didn't. Well know. you said it in a dumb way too. So Steve. plus I don't I legit do not remember the last time I called it. I called him Steve just now, but Steve. I don't call him Steve. He's so. seven. Seven also. Uh wrapping that up, the the it that movie was like Underworld. I think it was called Retribution. And then there was a sixth one. The sixth book? Revelation? No, oh, no the oh, movie oh, movie. Yeah. Uh, I I stopped caring. That one scientist is uh, Ian Glenn, um, Jorah, from Game of Thrones. Hey, Jorah Mormont was in Resident Evil. Watch the movies. Yes.
1: (laughs) That's That's the the reason. That's the
0: best thing about them. All right, guys. So thanks for listening. Uh, We'll be back next week again sometime. And again, we're just, we'll, we'll do a little bit more of a uh, formal intro, I guess, and we'll get there. Yeah. Just keep, keep sending us feedback. We, I do get some, we both get feedback directly from people like texts and random stuff. Send us emails, craftheadspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you, as always, to all of our uh, Patreon patrons. Um, thank you to our Instagram fan account, craft yes. underscore fans underscore. Wait, hold on, I got this wrong. Craft heads, podcast fans all underscores in between. In between, yep. uh, they produce good meme content. Yes, thank you, Young Bloods, for for helping us uh, hold it down on the Instagram front. And if you ever have any, I don't know, thoughts, comments, concerns, suggestions, please share them with us because we we want to make this what you guys want it to be. And pig, you still owe us a topic and a cocktail. Mm-hmm. I so. texted him, didn't hear from him today. Thanks a lot, pig. Yeah, he, I he don't like me. you ignoring me, me. I talked to him on Patreon. He said he hates you. Oh, yep. See ya. Fuck. <music> It. You just pushed it. You didn't even stop it. You just pushed it. This That's is a this is a respectable podcast. That's gonna be at the end. Of the no, episode. it's gonna no, be right now. <laughs> maybe.